We are going to grab the next one right now. We um, do come back to that. If, if uh, Steve, you want to grab those beers out of the fridge. Yeah. Uh, this one coming up, and I, I typed it very fast, so I actually misspelled it, <laughs> is uh, North High IPA. It is an American IPA with aggressive bitterness, floral and citrusy hop aromas balanced with a biscuity maltiness. Now here's the cool part about this, ready to get this? Somebody asked me about this particular beer just today. <laughs> Literally just today. And we got it just today. <laughs> now here's the funny thing. I have not seen this beer in any store in Cleveland yet. I have not either. And Thank yet you, sir. And yet Kelvin and I went out to go grab the second brew and it was right there in the store. Right after somebody had oh, asked about it. Yeah, we George. Oh, okay. So this, this should be fun. Goss is good. Now this is out of Columbus, for those who are interested, and they have quite a good following. Um, I've had several people from Columbus say that this is their favorite brewery. Um, it is an IPA, so it should be plenty flavorful. Um, less head on this one. I'll say that I was able to pour the entire beer without trying to overflow. A little darker, it has an amber color. Ooh. That looks nice. Dude, that smells really good. It almost it has a- more hoppy for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's a hoppy, almost a hoppy citrusness to it. Yeah. Oh wow. Especially that last one was so light. Hmm. Ooh, wow. I like that. Ooh. Wow, very floral. That's wow. good. It has a, a very floral aftertaste. And up the front, it's it's like hoppy up front and a little floral on the back, right? Yeah, I have to say for probably the, I guess, least hops embracing person of the group, it, it's good. Like, it come, like you yeah. get the hoppy flavor, but it's, Ooh, you're it's not competing. Nice. Like it's, it has a lot of, a, it's pretty sweet. I agree. I agree. I, I could actually drink this one frequently. This is good. Mm. This is very good. It's a little summer shandy, yeah. I think. Ish, yeah. It's, uh, hold on, hold on. I just saw it. There we go. It is a, uh, a 6.8 on the ABV. Um, I have to say this is really good. Uh, once again, it says uh, North High Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. So. Fish. <laughs> I mean, it has like a honey taste. I'm curious. Go good with fish. It, it does, right? <laughs> Everything goes good with fish. <laughs> Next podcast, we'll have some. <laughs> I'm going to go with wings on this one. I would like it with some wings. Well, we, we can do that, too. Uh, we, we can do that, too. Mike is always wings. Gumby's always fish. I didn't go pizza last time. In fairness, I'm really... I'm, I'm That's gonna... true. That's true. Once again, this would be really good with a margarita pizza. He can't have wings. Pizza. That's why I bought the fish. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. Actually, I like that the would color. Go, this would go really well with more veal. More than I think I like the taste. I like, I like I really the taste, but I like the color more. Okay. It, and it does have a very nice, robust, like, amber color. What's the alcohol content on that one, Juicer? 6.8. Oh, see, that's good. You know what I like about that is I feel like it's a smooth 6.8. Usually when you get, yeah. like, yeah. higher alcohol content in IPAs, it gets, it gets real thick and dense and heavy. Yeah. And that one kind of was smooth. I like that. That wasn't bad. Taking a break on this one, George? All right. I had one. Oh, okay. Back to uh, slavery. <laughs> <laughs> slavery. 
So well, you gotta have more questions than that. You're letting but, all the skeptics but, down. Oh no no, there's right. more. There's more. Right. There's right. more. Right. Trust me, there's more. <laughs> no, I mean on but, the slavery topic. Well, to George's well, uh, earlier comment on the rules of slavery, um, since we're looking at this from the Judeo Christian uh, Christian point of view, um, there are different rules, and I think a lot of these uh, rules were the slaves. Were treated with fairness. They were allowed to get property. All all of this was that the same just for the Jewish slaves versus the the slaves that came from the Gentile nations. Well, I mean, at this point in in, in First Peter, we're talking about the Greco Greco Roman society. That that's actually who he is writing to. And if you look at this society, it's some of it's actually really cool. If you had a good owner, let's take uh, the book of Luke and Acts for example, both written by Luke, right, Saint Luke. St. Luke wrote both the Gospel of Luke and the Acts of the Apostles. All right? He was a full-fledged physician because he was a slave. So, yeah, his master paid for his full education. So he became a physician because his master paid for his education. Huh. Where is that documented that he was a slave? I've never heard that. It's, it's all throughout church tradition. I'll try to find the documents. But, yeah, it's really cool. And he went on, and he was told to go ahead and uh, accompany uh, the apostles like Paul and uh, and create the documents for him. He was more or less, he became his amanuensis for, during his early part of his, uh, his uh, career or ministry. But there's a vast difference in what a slave was defined in the Greco-Roman world to where it evolved to in the 1800s. Exactly. Okay, so let, let me be more specific with my question. Okay. A, a Jewish slave owner, did he have different standards for a Jewish slave versus the Gentiles? Yes. Yes. Yes, he did. Okay. Yes, he did. There was a specific way you were supposed to treat other Jewish people as opposed to those you brought in. And I did not write those down, so we can yeah. we hit that at a different time. Yeah. But, uh, but yes, there was a difference. Um, you were still supposed to be very fair with him. Actually... The non-Jewish brother slave you brought in kind of aligns with the laws of Hammurabi. If you go back to the ancient uh, Akkadian Sumerian laws, a lot of those laws align with those laws. Jewish laws, believe it or not, are predominantly the laws of the land. They really are not. Christians have a wrong idea of the laws. When you go back to like the uh, the uh, Leviticus and the Levitical laws and the priesthood and a lot of those laws line right up with the laws of Hammurabi, the Akkadians, the Sumerians, the Canaanites. It's a lot of it's the same laws. Mm. So really, if you look at it, you have to remember to parse that. The places where it differs are things like the dietary laws, the ceremonial laws, stuff like that. Outside of that, a lot of them align pretty doggone well with other ancient laws. Um, I have a question for you. Shoot. Um, and then I think it's um, going back to that. Was it? Did you have Peter up before? Oh, yep. There you go. Peter two eighteen. Yep. Um, is that it right there? I'm reading something different. I feel like um, it says something about slaves be subject to your masters with all reverence, not only to those who are good and equitable but also those who are perverse. 
Well, okay, so... so what are we talking about? The, sounds pretty slave-like the to proper, me. The proper terminology... Oh, they, they treated their slaves with respect. They could just rape the women. Totally cool. No, no, no. It's not that severe. It's not that severe. Uh, what? I don't know. It says perverse. No, no, no. It's not... Okay. I... Let's say that you go to work tomorrow, all right? And your boss is pissed off with you, and he says that, you know, you're a complete jerk. Go home. I hate your face. Right. All right? To oh. be... To be a good Christian, you are supposed to turn around and tell him, that's fine, God bless you, I'll see you tomorrow. All right? That is what that is in reference to. All right, but that could also, um, I have a feeling, right, what you gave was a very watered-down, simple radio edit version of what that could be, right? <laughs> that really isn't. That's what it's in reference to. Because remember, these were contract employees. I don't think they're being submissive to someone calling them a jerk. I don't think that's what they're talking about there. <laughs> You believe that? You think that's it? Once again, you're equating Greco-Roman slavery to American slavery. I don't know if I'm buying it. Two different things. I'm not sure if I'm buying it. For example, for example, difference in language. Well, for example, okay, I can understand things get lost in translation. For for example, have you read the Book of Philippians yet? Um, no. Okay, go back and read the Book of Philippians. It's actually all about a slave who just did not like, he was in disagreement with his master, okay? And he ran to Paul. And Paul becomes the intermediary between him and his master because he doesn't want to go back to him. And his master doesn't want anything to do with him now because he's not listening. There was not any drastic repercussions for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? So, but Paul becomes, Paul becomes his, his, the slaves, intermediary so that he can go back and go back to earning his wages with his master again and because he's the peacemaker, which is what the gospel tells us to be, is peacemakers. And that's what he does. The book of Philippians is about making things peaceful between that slave and his master. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a fun story about a slave, but like, what it's about the ones that don't have a... You know, the ones that are getting raped and beaten are the ones I'm interested about. Um, That's American okay. slavery. When a man, no, when a man <laughs> sells his daughter as a slave, she will not be freed at the end of six years as the men are if she does not please the man who bought her. Rape. That's Leviticus. Rape. That's Leviticus. That's Exodus. Yeah, that's Leviticus. That's well, Oh, Exodus, okay. Rape. That's still the Old Testament. Rape. That's, that's the Old Testament. Right. Yeah. That's, that's my. Uh, I guess I, I do have. Issue Sounds with very that. Harvey Weinstein esque. It's, yes. it's different from the New Testament because yeah. you know what? If they're, if it's contractual, and you know what, you know what you're signing up for, then you, you can't. I, I, at least from my perspective, it's like, don't cry foul. You know, if you know that ahead of time. Well, does this daughter get to determine? So, but, but what I'm saying is, I agree with you. In okay. The Old Testament. I feel like there is a difference. I there mean, is like a difference. The girls who were taken, yeah. the virgin girls, were not given a choice. No, no, no. And I understand that. Now, here's the difference, though. I don't know. It still sounds pretty slave like Before we go further, before we go further, before we go further, you have to remember that Leviticus is based on the laws of the land. Exodus is based on the laws of the land. It's the spoils of Okay. War. It's based on the laws of Hammurabi. It's based on the Canaanite laws. It's based on Akkadian laws, Sumerian laws. That's what those books are based on. They're not based on "quote unquote" God. They're actually based on the laws of the Mesopotamian lands. So who's As telling everybody Leviticus, forgets? Who's telling Leviticus this story, and then why did it get to the Bible then? Like, because that was once again. If you go back there, 
All God is saying is obey the laws of the land. And he literally is going through the laws of the land and saying, go ahead and obey them because those are their laws. And so God wasn't like, hey, let's not rape these daughters. And I thought God, right? I thought we were now, talking, wait a minute. I thought we were just talking how like God's the one that determines what's right and wrong. But now we're talking about how this whole chapter is what the law of the land was. I'm confused now. Now, I thought God was the one that determined that. So now we letting the laws during of the land that get time. In? During that time, they had already cast out God as the leader. That's what that's what you forget. Go back to Deuteronomy 32. It was the the sons of God. Okay, the fallen angels who had been put over charge of the nations. So you're not talking about God telling everybody what to do that's right. You're not. Then how's re- it getting in the Bible they had about treating your slaves it. and raping women? Why there was, wouldn't God like there was a moral hierarchy? <laughs> hey guys, I know I gave you, but you know what? I'm going to trump you on this one just like I did with murder. All right? We're, gonna, there we're was, not going to rape girls anymore. There was one Slave people... Or not. There was one people that decided to follow Yahweh. Only one. And that and that was the Hebrews. And they decided to follow Yahweh. The rest of the nations had not. However, the laws were predominantly copacetic. And that was a very brutal time. But if you look at the laws, the Jewish laws were actually better, or I should say the Hebrew laws, technically, were better than the ones like, you know, Hammurabi and the Kadian laws, Sumerian laws, Canaanites. The ones that came out of the Hebrews actually were more humane and better than the ones that came out. And if you look at, at the people and follow their stories, they are not going through and raping people. They do take wives, all right, but those wives go on, some of them go on to become great leaders within their communities. Great leader or not, she'd still be taken in as a slave and still being raped. I don't think you're you're you still can. you're still looking at ancient law. These are these are these are barbarian times. Yeah, you're not talking about mod, you're a modern American okay. who can go around the corner and pick up cheese from convenient. Yeah. All right. Or corn twisters. Okay. All right. But to your to your point, I, I hear what you're saying. For me the whole the issue lies with how in the world did the Old Testament and the New Testament come together? Because it, to me, they seem so night and a day. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And this is a question I've always had in the big picture of things. It seems like God, Yahweh, whatever we want to call the Creator, Jehovah, there's a lot of names, um, had a lot of learning to do. It's what it, it feels like to me. Like, man, this really didn't work out in the Old Testament. Let's try it this way with peace. You know what I mean? That's what it feels like to me. So I, I can understand that. Yeah. And however, but to say that a lot of those things are ancient, this is where the problem is, is that if this is the, if this is the word of God uh-huh. and people follow this and they follow the Old Testament to this day, the Torah, do people still today follow some of those precepts? Let me answer that. Yes. <laughs> there are rabbis today in Israel who promote that it is okay for the IDF, their, their, um, their army in Israel, to, if you need to, in time of war, to take a Gentile woman. Some of them do. What? So I can pull up articles from, you know, 
from Jewish sources. Yeah. From certain rabbis. Not every rabbi. Does everyone do it? Does everyone agree with it? No. But do some preach it and some believe it? Yes. But to reiterate uh, Mr. Brian Gadawa when we had him on and showing you know, his perspective, mm-hmm. that would be a bastardized version. Absolutely. I, I agree with that completely. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the problem is the fact that it's there. People mm-hmm. are going to take it and they're going to abuse it and misquote it and use it as authoritative. So, you know, to I would George disagree. is saying, like, why is it even there to begin with? Yes. Yeah. If it wasn't there, people wouldn't be trying to abuse it today, maybe. Well, it's well, because culture, right? And context, right? That's that's why you have idiots walking around who believe in flat earth. Because they're like, oh, look, it talks about a flat earth in the Bible. Dude, you're an idiot. They're talking to a, a very ancient people who didn't know there was a round earth. <laughs> right? It's because people take things literally and they're not they don't recognize the historical context of looking at an ancient people and what they actually believed back then, 5,000 plus years ago. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, and also, I mean, these were human writers who had to understand what they were writing. And it's actually not so abnormal in today's time. You know, if you look at that, that section of the world where this was written in, where the age of 13, 13, you are eligible for married marriage of a 50, 60-year-old, whatever the qualifies as a good, wholesome provider. You know, so it's, that's rape in America, yeah. but you're looking at it through these American eyes. So so it's normal back then. So it, it wasn't anything offensive. And the I imagine the women maybe didn't know it. You know, like, I can't put myself there. I would, I would love to say, yeah, I agree or I disagree. It's just more of like, I can't even fathom the culture because I was raised so drastically different. But I but I do know it still goes on, you know, in, in Iraq. People are saying, Hey, I'm poor, trading my daughter for your cows. Yeah. I don't get it. But I can't I can't say it's wrong or right. Maybe the daughters are like thank you know, I've beaten my no, family wrong. and I'm provided. No it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's easy for us to say. It is. It's very easy. Well for example, let's go on the other side of it. Let's go the ultra conservative side. George, yeah. if you were raised over in Laos and there's a woman that you want to marry, you have to live in the in-law's house for a full year okay. and prove to them that you two can get along. No relations, no touching, nothing. You will have to live there for an entire year before you are allowed anything. And then you can proceed with courtship. <laughs> okay. So, so once again, a big cultural change. Right. Because, I mean, I, get it. I, mean, I can know. at least see some merit in that. You know, I, not that I would do it, but I get the idea. But training young women or uh, trading young women to men who could rape them and then they don't get freed in six years unless they please them. Juice. That's, that's again. Put it back in context. Oh, yeah. uh, it shouldn't it. even be in there. It should be no slaves. God should have just been like no slaves. All right, guys. Enough with the slaves, right? I'm, I'm telling you, murder is bad. I'm telling you, this is bad. But I'm telling you, this is bad. I'm telling you, not to. Uh, but actually, you're forgetting modern, the Hebrews were slaves. In our modern time, we're slaves. Oh, As workers, we're gonna go there. 
Oh, Stephen. <laughs> I don't, I don't. But we're free Whoa. in God. But we're free in God. <laughs> exactly. But, 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 but you know what? It's, it's, it, it's the same. It's, it's similar to what the Old Testament concept of what a slave is. You know, we, we have a job. We get paid. We know, we, we you know. I, I think what I'm falling back on, though, is that this, these women are allowed the to be raped. So why is, why are we, I, 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 I right during the Exodus, they're talking about women being that? raped. So why are we talking about like, oh, they were just, they were just workers. They called their workers slaves back then. I'm not buying it. If no, no, no. Well, I understand what you're saying. Probably, probably the culture back then was that if you're a woman and put in that position, you just submitted. No. Seriously, if God would have just flooded that whole area. Yes. And <laughs> killed everybody. Then it would have been fine. <laughs> or burnt it down south in Gomorrah. We would have been all right. We're getting to that. So <laughs> I hear you. I, I, you know, in, in the whole context thing, it's a struggle. It still it is, is a struggle because I can't wrap my mind around it. But you, you know what I mean? If, even, but we're still looking even, through modern eyes, though. Even exactly. Be, even because of context. Well, you know what? We'll be judged for our context here in the future. You know, yeah, with, yeah, exactly. with free porn for everyone. Slave trafficking. <laughs> Uh, look at Hollywood and all the women being uh, whatever we want to call that. And it's going on Manipulated. Yeah. So we're going to be judged for ours in context, right? So I think we have the same right to judge back in context. And when we look back, the girls who were taken that were virgins, we know they didn't have a choice. Okay? The other women were out. I thought outright. they were treated nicely, though. I the other they women were, were killed. Potentially. They were killed. Save, you know. It's never recorded. It's never recorded. Okay. Well, I guess it's if we imply from what it's saying there, they were killed. You know, they. Yeah, and even then, if you it's, go, it's just tough. If you go, it back, has to be okay to say that. Esther's a great I agree. example. Yeah, Esther's but a biblical. That's true. Book with that. Yeah. Where she was taken slave into the king, and if she had to pagan a, king, a pagan king, pagan kingdom, a pagan kingdom. And if she, and some of the things that she did, she could have had her head cut off. Yeah. And that was under a completely different leadership and everything. Because that was under, uh, well, it, it really was Xerxes, that's who it was. And she comes under Xerxes and ends up becoming his loyal wife, and he ends up taking mercy on her. And she ends up cha- saving all of the Hebrew people because of her submission to a pagan king. There was a lot to digest there. Oh, by the way, God, 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 God did not tell her. God did not tell her to do that. (laughs) That's all they're good for. But you know, wait, wait, wait. Wives. Let's 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 just put it this way. She ruled that kingdom the same way that our wives rule us and ours. So. (laughs) 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 Point will take it. She was not the only. She she was not the only right. She no no she was the queen. That doesn't include the concubine harems, but she was. There's the, he only chose one one queen. Okay. Yeah. Um, and also, I think a lot of that. It's not like I read Leviticus and say, okay, write down the rules of the time and apply them. That's not what that's about. I think there's historical facts and artifacts put in there so you can trace the historical relevance of the Bible too. You know, so it, it's it's all it's a log. 
as well as, you know, learn your lessons. But when I read through Leviticus, it's not like I'm taking note on how to change my life at all. Oh, no. This is boring. Yeah. (laughs) Although, if you read Heiser, if you listen to Heiser's podcast, it's far more interesting than I thought it was. It's better. I like that because at least it gives me insight into past culture, even though it's upsetting culture, but you keep me out of numbers. The historical historical significance, I didn't realize was that deep until I listened to his podcast, and he'd, he'd... he he literally would sometimes break down half of a chapter for a whole podcast because you don't realize the historical cultural implications behind each thing he's going through. It's fascinating. So take us to Ephesians five twenty two, <laughs> and submit to each other. By the way, George, I am going to read this whole thing in context oh, since you only threw one verse at me. And submit each other out of respect for Christ. For example, wives should submit to their husbands as if to the Lord. Now, hold on. Let's get to the rest of this. A husband is the head of his wife, like Christ is head of the church. (laughs) That is the Savior of the body. So wives submit to their husbands in everything, like the church submits to Christ. Now, let's get to the groovy part. As for husbands, love your wives just like Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. He did this to make her holy by washing her in a basin of water with the word. He did this to present himself with a splendid church, one without any sort of stain or wrinkle on her clothes, but rather one that is holy and blameless. That's how husbands ought to love their wives, in the same way as they do their own bodies. Anyone who loves his wife loves himself. No one ever hates his own body, but feeds it and takes care of it, just like Christ for the church, because we are part of his body. This is why a man will leave his father and mother and be united, now get this, be united with his wife, and the two of them will be one body. One body united in Christ. It is a unit... But the woman part is submitting to the man. But... If, but so is the man. The man is supposed to equally submit himself no. to the woman. Then yes. They should have just deleted that. They should have just, again, that, it should have been chopped out. They should have been left on the editing room floor. They should have just left it out. Then, then don't even say that part, No, Jesus. that's applicable, man. I've been married for 22 years. Thank you. Applicable. Thank you. What's that? Because it's all about our, I know this is stereotypical, but a man has oh. a tendency to be selfish. And a woman has a tendency to be controlling. That's true. I can't yeah. help yep. it. And, and That's true, exactly. And so this, knowing that this was a problem thousands of years ago, I feel much better about my marriage. And I actually want to take this article, frame it, and say, look, Jenny, I'm going to treat you. Yeah, you let me know <laughs> like how that goes, myself. You know, I'll just say, I'll, I'll delete the other part. Like you, you mentioned, I'll take your advice on that. <laughs> and because I do think, you know, I think it's beautiful when you read it like that, how we both have to look mm. internally at ourselves yeah. and say, look, this can't, you know, I can't make her what she needs to be for me. I need to make me what I need to be for her. You know what right. I mean? And she, if she's anything like women and guys I talk to, she, she probably does need to submit because... You know, or else she's going to want to take control of everything. No, you know what? And then we need to take our part and submit ourselves in that relationship to them. Well, you don't have to submit, though. Well, oh, that's what it is. Submit. Yes, you do. Like, no, you uh, a marriage? About it. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. A marriage is not 50-50. A marriage, marriage is 100-100. 100, 100. 100. 
Yes, you have to submit to each other. But it doesn't talk about the man submitting. It, yes, it, it does. does. It talks. No, it's like well, okay. Well, the woman's supposed to submit to the no, man, and then it's just supposed to be kind wait, of wait, nice. Verse twenty-eight. That's okay, how husbands ought to love their wives in the same way as they do their own bodies. So no, mix like, yourself to it. To it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a garbage line. It's talking about George. women being number two. Is what that's talking about. It really about. isn't. It's talking about it women really being isn't. number two. It doesn't. What it does, it's like okay, women submit to your husbands, but hey, men be nice. Don't don't beat them. That is actually not what that says at all. That's exactly what it's saying. No, it says that it was mutual. That's the way I take exactly. it. Exactly, it, it thank mutual. you. Yes, it is. And in addition yes, to that, when you when when you mutually let submit, me, let me, both parties drop their pride. Thank well, you. Let me ask you something. You're yeah. married, right? Yeah. How long you been married? Three years. Okay, it's, I've been married thirty eight years. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I, oh, I'm around, I've been around the block a couple Good times. Yes, seniority. So one of the things that you find out really quickly, when you treat your wife well, right. with I like respect. That. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's saying there. Like your own body. Like your own body. That's what it's saying to you there. I like that. Saying that I uphold her and I treat her better than, if, better than, if not equal to how I treat myself. And when I do that, she will submit to me, oh, and not gosh. not and that word submit, by the way, doesn't mean that I'm lording over her and that I'm nope. like I got a whip and just waiting for her to step out of line. What it means is that she will respect me enough, and she will honor me and as I honor her. And that's, that's what it what is. That word means. It's, Listen, it's, I like the second paragraph. Going back to what I said, I think that part about women submitting should just be. Deleted. Well, it should be the gone. The biggest problem, the it biggest problem with this verse is it's written in English, <laughs> which exactly. is really screwed up because it, it wasn't. This was not written in the times of English. Right. It was written under a different culture, sort of a different Greek. language that meant a whole lot different. English bastardizes this, ah. and that's what and, it does. And Juice has explained that to me before as well. Now, I have a, I have a question, though, because I could be wrong. Um, May I, I say said, something, yes, George? Please, add to this. Go. I was married 23 years my first time. Been married five years this time. All right. My first marriage, my wife and I were high school sweethearts, but we came from different foundations. I came from a very structured and kind of rigid foundation from a religious perspective and even my home life, just how things supposed to be in a certain way. On, uh, on the other hand, her sh- home front and structure was totally different from mine. So to submit to her from what I, the way I seen my father treat my mother, there was no problem with that on my end. From her perspective, it was totally oblivious. She had no concept. My view if I explain it, lay it out, and give an example, not that I felt I was being biased or my view was the best or my was the winner. I just felt it would be something you weigh out, and if mine has merit, then it'd be an easy decision. But for somebody that lacks the foundation or understanding of, I know the word we're wrestling with is submit. But for somebody who who lacks that in under, understanding, it continually made friction throughout. I didn't consider myself 
lowering my standards to her. I just humbling myself to her and I want her to do the same to me and it makes for a better relationship. I don't know if that's any understanding or not, no, but I I like it and I and and I'm going again, I like that second part. But it's again, it's that woman submit to the man part. And I feel like and then I I have to ask again, I wish I would have but it's not mutual. been so hungover it's, today it's, it's, and I would have researched some of my <laughs> stuff. When I came up with these questions, I was a little more studied up and not so much today. Isn't there another piece about how men are like the spiritual leaders of the household? It, it talks about that. It's right there. Yes. Yeah, it it's talks right about that. Why can't the woman be the spiritual leader of the household? Actually, <laughs> watch. I think read that last actually, actually, read the last two paragraphs. But if you're as one, exactly. both yeah. parties. Yeah. Yeah. Then why doesn't, like, why? Uh, no. Uh, it. <laughs> Why is it talking about women submitting, women submitting, uh-huh. and then it talks about men oh. taking care of them like themselves? Once again, it's not the same. You have to remember, right here, he's using two different things. He's speaking of a relationship, and then he uses the relationship as an archetype describing a spiritual church. He's doing both. So if you read throughout there, it says a husband is the head of the household, like like uh, Christ is the head of the church. This is save the body. So right there, he's equating those relationships together, but then he goes back into the physical relationships and talks about how they are united in body as one. Because remember, a man... Now here's... and if you go back, But they weren't united as one when the woman had to submit. That's just for the woman. No, they are. Because they in are. the second half, it talks about how the man has to make... How he has to treat her as his equal, as his own body. That's, that's treating your wife as your equal because she is your body. Right. But the man doesn't have to submit. Just a woman. Well, yes, you are yes, because she's your own body. But you might not call it submit <laughs> intentionally. So there might be some intentionality here of not using the word submit. Honestly, I believe, I'll speak for my own, my own marriage. I'm, I'm sort of submission, submissive. So Jenny is, is more anti-submissive she'll take charge so she will be the spiritual leader the disciplinarian the the scheduler unless i step up i don't have a problem submitting yeah. actually guys are lazy they probably would rather submit i think sometimes that's very good go ahead Amen. but actually if you go by the biblical if you go through the biblical mandate it is the man's responsibility to raise the children and teaching them well, as, as as the father, as the father figure, as the father, because you have a you have co relationship, and the reason I, why is because I agree. you have to treat from the father's perspective, and the mother must treat from the mother's perspective. Correct. So I'm gonna throw you a lifeline here, George. Thank you. You're my boy. <laughs> Did, during this time, do do we live in a patriarchal society? Yes. Yes, we do. I don't know. Did. Did Paul draw from his own experience of being married? Uh, to be honest, do we know that Paul, Paul was, was married? Paul wasn't married. No, we exactly. Yeah. So Peter was married. I, 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 for me personally, there are some things that he says about women that I'm like, yeah, I, I take it with a grain of salt, yeah. man. Uh, it doesn't seem like you could score a girl. I got to be honest. Uh, <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But he so, was taught by Galamiel. Galamiel. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my name. Yeah, is it no, coming? So, is it so coming? Is it take my advice. <laughs> well, he did say not everybody's meant for marriage. I, I think that's sure. why I think he was projecting that himself? he wasn't meant. Yeah, oh. but I also think like we do as Americans and 
I know it's huge in, in Italian culture as well. It's like, you're immediately like, why aren't you getting married? You start to freak out. Your <laughs> daughter's not married. It's true. You just start setting them up with the block. You in know? the Spanish <laughs> culture that I grew up with, it's very patriarchal. You know, yeah. they always, oh, look at the Bible here. Shape your head, woman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, that yeah. kind of attitude. Yeah, yeah. Not literal. Yeah, I'll be honest. In, in, not so much in, in the cultures I come from. But, but to balance that out, <laughs> but to balance that out, George. Uh, my wife, she, you know, she's a very strong person. She she has her master's from Case. She's a high executive in the bank. All all of these things. But today she wore an apron all day. And cooked all day. <laughs> Did the laundry all day. Is that her submitting? I don't know what we call it. I just for me it's just it's it's just it's balance between man and woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Balance. Yeah, I think that's it. And yeah. That's my yeah. only point is that like you don't have to use the term submit to me because it wouldn't it would be a natural instinct. You know, you it, would have to use the word submit. Exactly. Yeah. Islam yeah. submit it literally means submission, right? Islam. It does. Yes, it does. Give, uh, give uh, your life literally. to. Yeah. So I don't know if that helps. But at the same token, you weren't like sitting in the living room watching the game. Oh, you know, and I, was. Then screaming I was watching for, the Cavs game today. Well, <laughs> and screaming for, hey, 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 get the beer in here, you know. Right. <laughs> you know. But also, Kyrie today. I do wonder, George, and, and I don't know your background, oh, yeah. but, um, you know, sometimes I think we're so offended by our ancestors mm. and how we, so I, I, I don't agree with the feminist movement, but I understand why it happened. And I'm ticked at our ancestors for not not dying for their wives and, and lifting them up and putting them on a pedestal because it made them have to be, you know, have to become and rise above this conflict. The same thing for my ancestors in, in black the black community. You know, it's like, I, it pisses me off because now I, I can't really, I, I've been argued that I don't even have a right to speak on the subject because of my ancestors, you know what I mean? So this word submission, um, maybe we're overprotective of it because there has been wrong done in the past. You know, so is your is your background, you know, have you been exposed to that? Like, are, are you why, curious why you're so sensitive? Or are you just, like, so modern, you know, that that is just, like, woman's reich sort of thing you know yeah i would say probably Wait, did, more did like you say reich like r-e-i-c yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> i do think there's a movement that is very hitler-esque i mean there's like we don't need men you know and and men are inferior and men are all disgusting especially middle-aged white men you know we are the enemy in in today's society and it gets irritating yeah you know that we can't use words like submission without saying there's a there's more to it than just a word. I mean, I'm limited yeah. by my vernacular. I can't. Yeah. There's more to it. I can explain yeah. everything. I mean, but like, like uh, I, I'll, I'll admit, I I take more of the in, in my household. I'm definitely more of the. Uh, I I take over my house more or less, but. At the same time, if my if I come home and I say, you're just "Hey," saying that because you're sitting with the boys here. Or no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. But, but, but let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I, let me finish. I wear the pants in my house after I do the laundry. Right, right. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. So, I tend to do that. Like I, I even go so far as I'm usually the one who pays. Like I pay all the online bills and stuff like that, and my wife pays the mortgage. Stuff like that, you know. So, 
Um, I, I do take the initiative in a lot of things in my household. But if my wife, if I come home and say, well, are we doing this this weekend? And she says, well, no, we have these, these things planned. More, more than likely, I'm going to fall in line with that because I know she's already set things in motion and she's already planned things out. And I know that she put a lot of forethought into it. So I'm going to say, okay, we're going to do that. Just, right. So, but that's because I look at her as being part of me and I know if she's put that much forethought into it, I'm going to back her in that, you know? So that's, that's that part of me, uh, of, of realizing that you are the same body. And so I'm going to treat her the way I'm going to treat myself. So. Yeah. I don't like the word submission either. I I personally don't, you know, for me, it, it implies, oh my gosh, you know, if, if you submit, in a UFC ring, you know, you're weak. You're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you don't submit. You just go to, you pass out. If someone's got you in a chokehold, right? You don't tap out. You, you're going to fight other, right? Yeah. No, I, I look we at can it, relate I to that, George. I, like hus- I feel like the husband has, when I read that, I feel like the husband has two votes to the wife's one. So I just feel like it, oh, no. it's putting him in control. Um, I don't know. I feel like that. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that first paragraph needs to be deleted. I like that. <laughs> I like that second part about the one flesh and stuff like that. What you hear at weddings. Yeah. I like yeah. that, but I don't even know why. Why even include? I mean, I feel like that they even contradict each other. I feel like you, you guys are using that one flesh as a way to justify that, but I feel like they kind of contradict each other. Really, you know, it, it definitely um, it sets you know it sets standards there for wives and husbands right there. Yeah, but um, see. What I think, and then it comes down and talks about them being one flesh. Like, why even include that then? And they're contradicting each other. Here's why. About them being separate. Because you're only looking at one half. But you have to put both halves together to be a whole. Just like you can't be married by yourself, right? You have to marry somebody else, okay? So you have to put both sides of those together to get the whole argument. I, I'm, still not, I'm still wrestling with this fact that women submit women or men you should be nice like oh. that, that's what i'm getting out of it women do what you're told men you should be nicer no 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 no, no it no, goes no. way beyond that Re- keep reading it goes but, way beyond what about that. what it says as husbands love your wives just like christ yeah. love the church and gave himself for her right. he gave did her life. yeah yeah which almost right. implies died for unattainable I mean, that's that's a hard. That's a hard yeah. It's bar. it's equal love. That's it you is. Know, yeah. Why even include that though? So let me ask: Do you love your wife so much that you that you would allow yourself to be killed for her? Yeah. That's the what that's it says what, you're supposed to do. What it's talking about <laughs> okay, but it also says my wife's supposed to submit to me, and I'm supposed to be the spiritual leader of the household, and I I don't want my wife to necessarily feel like she has to submit to me. And I don't want to be the spiritual. So well, it's not like you I, have a, I got something for you, George. I'm just you got an arm lock on her. Let me let me say this. <laughs> I was I was a I got it married at eighteen. I was a father at nineteen. So, um, matter of fact, I was over in Europe when I was a father. So when I got back to the states, um, I was I was I loved being a, a dad, even though I was a young dad. I really did. So things that I did with my daughters, uh, I, they're three years apart, long before the boys came. I had some friends in Ashtabula. We go out to his place, his farm. 
and we shoot guns. I wouldn't take my wife. She didn't want to go. I didn't take her. You know, so me and the girls go hanging out. Nothing, nothing personal. She just didn't want to hang out with us. Mm-hmm. My point was when I come back home and my mother would hear hear this story, she'd be ready to snatch my head off. You know, well, well, how come she didn't go and 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 you took those girls out there and you and you did that and you know, uh, if, if there was uh, if there was a death in a family, if my kids wasn't in school yet and I, and my 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 family comes out of Macon, Georgia. And I said, okay, well, hey, I'll take them down with me. You know, my parents was trying to figure out why was I taking them with me if my wife wasn't going. They they couldn't get past that, man. They truly couldn't get past that. Because that generation, that's which is the World War II generation, they couldn't get past that, man. They're, boy, what is your problem? Right, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 I'm literally, literally, man. You know, so I'm saying... Certain time frames, people can't visualize certain certain changes. That's true. You know, I mean, they, they have the best of intentions. Mm-hmm. You know, but I I felt that each generation is supposed to to outdo the previous one. So I wanted to expose my kids the best I could to every aspect. But it it was four boys in our family, so two girls. They never cut grass. Hey, my kid, my daughters are cutting grass at six years old. Not because I'm being hard on them, but I wanted them to be well-rounded, you know. So there, there are certain things we don't look at society, and and I really feel certain things that we that society don't want us to analyze because it creates a a narrow-minded perspective. So nobody gets off the track. We're gonna just stay on. We're just gonna look straight ahead, you know. Uh, you mentioned something about you know your relatives of the past as far as blacks. Well, I I I was I had a conversation the other day, and uh, I went to a play, and uh, they were talking about um, we had a discussion prior to the play, um, and it was talking about the time frame of of these these uh, black artists. So it's 1936. It's in 1936 the. Uh, uh, Jesse Owens had, had had won four gold medals in 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 Europe, and Hitler didn't acknowledge him. You know, so he, the guy moves on to something else. So I raised my hand and said, "Yeah, he in the back there." And I said, uh, "That's true. What happened there?" But he came home to this country. Roosevelt didn't acknowledge him either. He got no telegram from the president. He got no sh- handshake from the president. He had his he had his his uh, his awards or party at the Waldorf Historia in New York and had to go through the back door. This is all documented stuff. This isn't something I'm making up. This is all documented stuff, you know? Uh-huh. So how can you, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to sound like I'm in in, in, in uh, supporting Hitler, but how can you judge him when you've done the same thing, if not worse? Because yeah. to me, when you come back here, you're supposed to be able to have your guard down. But for the average, to me, we, and, and I'm not getting, I don't mean to get off the subject, but as African Americans, you need to be aware of that stuff too. Don't don't sit back and 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 want to debate with somebody, but you you have to educate self too, you know. Mm-hmm. So things like that, you know, we we just have to be well rounded in that. And um, and it may have seemed getting off point, but it's all to make a point. So just uh, getting back to the to the initial view is we have to. Um, I don't know. I just feel we got to look at it from different angles sometimes. You know. Right. Yeah. 
And I, I just want to say that my people are from the Czech Republic, and that was never part of the slave. Uh, <laughs> that was never part of the slave trade. Oh, so, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Get out of here! It's true. <laughs> historically, historically, the Czech Republic and my family's brand new United States. We are, ne- we are never part of the slave trade. Yeah, that's ever. actually kind of genius. I never thought that. Oh, and that's it's true. We weren't. We weren't. Actually, because like. You know, I've been, I've lived through my life, and I pretty much lived in like white neighborhoods and things like that. But I did have friends that lived in Slavic Village at the time. It was very Polish, but there was an element of African Americans that lived near that area there, mm-hmm. and they had a public pool. And I remember I'd go visit my friends in the summertime, and they'd say we go to the Harvard pool there. off Harvard, right? So we would go to the pool, and we were allowed to go right in because we were white. And it was so funny because outside the fence was all the black kids hmm. and they weren't allowed in the pool. And so, and, 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 and I didn't understand it. It's like, why? And I, and I asked my friends, like, cause I didn't know. I mean, I didn't realize this was going on, you know, but, but later in life as I contemplate, it's like, that was so bad. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and it said, so I said to my friends, like, how come they can't come in? And the comments that was said to me was like, well, that, cause they leave a dirty ring around the pool. Oh. oh my god! I mean, you know, it's like, and I thought, "Wow, that's, a, that's bad." So you know, but 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 it was just it was just discrimination mm-hmm. back well, then. And and you have to have division among the masses mm-hmm. if you're going to keep everybody fighting among each other. Mm-hmm. It's essential. Interesting point. It's essential. Interesting point. Yeah. And to this day, it it, it it's bothered me. You know, and I was a little kid back then. Yeah. You know. And it was like, but, you know, things have changed, you know, since then, you know, obviously, you know, but, uh, but it, it's, it's just that, you know, and, 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 and I know we're in a much, much different culture than even much, when I was a different. kid, you know, I mean, it's just <laughs> remarkably, even for right. you. So what I later found out in life is when I was like, is a get buddies like you, they're my friends, find out he, he had a life just like mine, you know? In a different neighborhood, you know, his parents were like my parents. They, they whooped yeah. your hind in if things yeah. went wrong, and, oh, and, and a doubt. you know, and it was just like us. And his parents worked hard and just like mine did, and, and, and found out what, how did this happen? Right. You know, how did this right. garbage go on? It's like we're, we're the same, you know. Yeah. So as they say, he, he's a brother with another mother, you know. Yeah. So, so, but and, and that's kind of how we look at things, and, and and then what it is is our culture. Gets these words like submit, you know, and, and these come in to, and, and, and us as uh, as Americans and you know in our Western culture, we, we we take these these words and think, oh, that's like a bad thing because yep. the culture clearly just just destroys that. Can, 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 oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Can, can I say that the this text actually does the opposite of what you're thinking, like like George is saying. Well, it's a submit. This text actually does the opposite of what you're thinking because in Greco-Roman society, this actually this actually parlays into the next question. In this context, if you look at it, he starts with the wife submit to your husband. All right, but in Greco-Roman society, Ooh. hold on, <laughs> it this is two thousand years ago. Is that you, George? <laughs> in Greco-Roman society, that is what was supposed to happen. And so people are expecting him to say, wives, submit to your husband. 
What they're not expecting him to say is, make sure that you treat her like you treat yourself. That's the part that nobody is expecting him to say. No, right. So he right. starts with this, but then goes right into, yeah, guess what? She's the same as you. No one is no one is expecting that. And he's actually flipping Roman Greco-Roman culture on that in this even within just this small context of the letter. And technically back in that day in the Greco-Roman culture, if a woman even back talked to her husband, he can kill her. Yeah. So you're saying this passage would have been read back then as more offensive to the males. Absolutely. Yeah, that's interesting. That part lays into uh, one. Two, if three, I were two, a skeptic, 12. I would totally like embrace that now. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and that part lays into this next part, uh, one Timothy two twelve, which was his next question. Uh, this statement may be read as two prohibitions: a woman cannot teach or exercise authority over a man. If so, Paul presents two independent but related commands. Alternate. Alternatively, this statement can be read as a single prohibition, followed by an explanation. This interpretation, based partially on a particular reading of the Greek syntax and combination of specific verbs, suggests that Paul prohibits women from teaching men because it inverted the acceptable authority structure in Greco-Roman society. Either way, Paul's main concern was the church's ability to minister effectively without appearing to disregard cultural traditions, which would alienate the general population. So in other words, they are trying to teach people Christianity within their own culture. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to take this message where it says, you know, the verse that you gave me was, you know, that I do not permit women to teach men. All right? Got it. Okay. Well, that was specifically because in Greco-Roman culture, that was not allowable. So in order to let the gospel become part of that culture, he had to abide by that So they had to suppress their women culture. so they could uh, pass their message along? Cool. Well, it's either that or die, right? So... Well, what do you mean they were gonna die? Like I just feel like it, it, it. Why would that even make its way into the Bible? Then I don't get it. What's the context piece? It's, like it's really easy to say when you're an American living where you can get cheese at convenient <laughs> <laughs> and potato chips. <laughs> but if you're living in a society where it's like, well, I can be a nice, abiding Roman who abides by the rules of culture, or I can get cast out of the city, imprisoned, or worse. Okay. Oh, yeah, I thought, yeah, I don't know. So, so remember... Why, why are we making, yeah, and this just is just crucified. Why, this, this why is, are we making exceptions for This Roman is Greco actually just women. before the Neronian persecution. So if you think about that in context, this is just before Nero took his throne... And Nero's the one that caused the biggest persecution of the Christian church. He would light Christians on fire just simply to light his gardens at night. This is just before that. That's okay. true. So there were competing cultures they had to fight against, the laws of the land around yes. them. So, but I feel when, like in the last... Go ahead. When Christ was brought before Caesar to be punished and executed, Caesar told him, you have your own laws. The Jewish community and leaders at that time 
had control over the Jewish people and their own laws. Yes. That was the rub that the Jewish people wanted over their control over the Jewish people. They enforced their own Jewish laws on them. Yes. So a lot of these rules that Paul has, um, you know, I feel like that's where the rub is. It's true, but remember, the Romans had taken away their right to anything beyond imprisonment. So even though they could say, hey, this guy is guilty of our Jewish laws, they were not allowed to act upon those laws without Jewish or without Roman consent. Right. Yeah, so that well, that's the part I guess that's a little bit troubling for me is that, you know, at some point you can say, oh, if I was Jewish leadership at the time and, you know. Caiaphas. Yeah, Caiaphas. Um, and, you know, these people weren't acting according to my Jewish law that I want control over them. <clears throat> I could appeal to Greco-Roman law. Yes. And say, hey, <laughs> all right, well, I'm going to impose these laws on you now. You know, and that's 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 not good. <laughs> well, it's definitely not good because the crucifixion of Christ was if you look at it it was what I'm saying is for the leadership it's not good because you can it, it, you can toggle back and forth it, it it's for me that's the essence of bureaucracy and and politicalness. Exactly. You know, if you're not going to abide by these rules, I can get you here. I mean, that's the whole essence of speaking uh how lawyers speak. Yeah. There's so many ways to skin a cat. And so for me, the, the, the part that's troubling with me with Paul and all of these laws is I, you know, cause he, he kind of has the final word uh, in Christianity because only as far as he's allowed to, by the culture that he is ministering with. Right. Yeah. It, it feels like he has the final word. Right. And so it, I, I don't understand. So a lot of these things that I know you have trouble with, George, I, you know, I, some of it I wrestle with in regards to women and all of that. And I, I only take it with, a, I, I kind of take it with a grain of salt because if someone just handed me a New Testament with the teachings of Christ, I feel like I, I wouldn't have gotten uh, so confused along the way. And there's just a lot of stuff I feel like I wouldn't have to shed. Like a Gideon Bible. In my growth. (laughs) Just the New Testament. Yeah, the Gideon Bible. (laughs) The Gideon Bible. Whatever Bible. Um, Yeah. Not King James. Not King James. It's very confusing. But you know, with Paul kind of having the last word on it. That is a Gideon. It's interesting because, you know, then you wonder, like, well, wait a minute, man. This guy, I mean, he persecuted Christians. Killed them. Killed Christians. And he, believers of Christ, killed and then he had his moment where he converted from one from night to day. So, and then all of a sudden, we're supposed to take him at his word. That bugs me. Join us for part three on Skeptic's Corner.